What's good? I'm Miles Amadez Proud. And I'm Handsome Bane. Both members of the Hyphen Podcast Group and hosts of their best podcast. Enough with the humbleness. We're here today for two reasons. <laughs> to talk to you about the coronavirus. And because old man Connolly had us deemed essential workers. But in all seriousness, this isn't a laughing matter. So here are some tips to keep you safe. If at all possible, limit the amount of time you have outside and around others. Please, stay home. When returning from the store, make sure to wash your hands and sanitize all packaging, as well as your shoes. The virus can live in your shoes for five days. No, seriously. Stay home. Please, don't visit friends or family. Don't congregate at the parks or anything social. Stay home. Well, that's all. Please be safe and take this as serious as it is. Believe it or not, this is going to be life as we know it for a while. Thank you for your time. Blurt up. I swear to God, if one of you stupid niggas get my mom sick, you'll have to stand behind God when I see you. I'll blow this your lungs This has been a public off. service announcement brought to you by the Hyphen Podcast Group. You gotta isolate the sick, and I mean really isolate them. We gotta get everybody else back into the house. We gotta keep them there. We're doing this. No, we're not doing it because I just drove through a hundred people. And if one of them has got it, then ten of them have got it. And if one of them gets out, then we're in deep fucking shit. So I'm sure I've mentioned this before. But I've been watching Frasier and Frasier was supposed to be my next sitcom series that I just kind of watched and got through it and everything. And it still is. I'm, I'm working on it. I just caught up on season six, just finished season six, actually stayed up way too late watching it. Uh, the girls were in New York and they got back late. And then Angel went to sleep, and I just kept watching Frasier. And I made it all the way through season six, so I'm now up to season seven, episode one. And I know that people have said this for years and years, man, but Frasier is one of the most well-made sitcoms ever. And it's white as fuck. <laughs> Let's just throw that out there. Um my dad said he watched Frasier. If you're not familiar, Frasier Crane was a character who originally appeared on Cheers in the 80s to its end of, end of, yeah, the end of its run, which I believe was 1992. And he got his own spinoff, and it sees Frasier, who's a psychiatrist, moving back home to Seattle, Washington. And uh, his, his dad um, ended up getting shot. Uh, he was a police officer. And he got shot on duty. Um, and so I don't know if it was in his hip or something, but it affects the way he walks. So he moves back home, moves back home. And then his dad ends up moving in with him. Martin Frazier has a brother named Niles. And then um, Frazier's dad needs physical therapy pretty regularly. And Daphne Moon is the person they hire to be his his. Uh, physical therapist is in-home physical therapist but it turns out Daphne is pretty much essentially the way that she's treated in the show it's not like just room and board and then when I'm not dealing with Martin I'm chilling she's pretty much the whole um uh the maid of the house so to speak because she's always cleaning and making dinner and waiting on the cranes and stuff and the show is just so good man like Kelsey Grammer's excellent um my man, uh, David Hyde Pierce, uh, plays Niles. He won like 
all the freaking Emmys for Frasier I remember back in the day. Uh, I'm going to look it up because I'm curious just to see how much, how many freaking, oh, thank you. Uh, he won four Primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series during the show's run, which is nuts. I don't know if that's a record or anything, but let's see. He won in 94. For, he was nominated in 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004. Good Lord. He was nominated 11 years in a row. That's the whole series run. And he won in 95. He won in 98, 99. And then he won for the final year of Frasier. Damn. Good for you. I wonder if Kelsey ever won any. Um, I, I would assume that, that, he, that he did. Let's see. Show itself in the cast. Won 37 primetime Emmys. It won the Outstanding Comedy Series five consecutive years. Good Lord. Let me just let me just check on Kelsey real quick just to see what my man did. Um oh, they, don't, they don't have a list of his. It says he was nominated for uh won a number of Emmy, Screen Guild, Actors Guild Awards, Golden Globes work on Frasier. Um so wow. But the show is just so good. The cast is great. Perry Gilpin plays Daphne. John Mahoney, who passed away, what is it, two years ago now, plays Martin. Jane Leaves um, plays, um, what's her face, Roz Doyle, who was Frazier's producer. And, I mean, Fra Frazier becomes a radio host, and he's on air giving psych psychiatric advice to the people of Seattle. And Niles is so good. So I can't say enough. I mean, he deserves every single one of those awards. Every single one. He's going to turn he's going to turn 61 in April. And oh, Niles is gay. That makes sense. That makes so much sense, actually. <laughs> Cause I always watch I watch uh I watch Frazier and watch Niles. I'm like, man, he reminds me of my brother-in-law so much. And Niles is straight on the show, but to find out that David Hyde Pierce is actually gay, and my brother-in-law is gay, uh, that, that actually uh, makes a lot more sense uh, for me and everything. But I just watched season six, man, and season six is wonderful. I blew through it most of this past weekend while the girls were out of town, and there's just so many funny-ass episodes, and it, it it's hard to imagine... Um, trying to keep a straight face on that set because everybody's just bringing it. And it's one of those things where when I was younger, I didn't really get it. Um, I mean, not like, you know how you watch things as a kid, like Cosby, uh, Different World, Fresh Prince, and you would laugh at the obvious funny jokes. But then when you got older and you understood more, you'd really laugh at the stuff that they managed to get on TV. Frasier is full of that, and as highbrow as it is, I still laugh several times an episode, man. So Frasier is going great. Uh, I uh, I have four, let's see, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I got five more seasons to go. 24 episodes each. So 120 more episodes before I finish this. 
And when I break it down like that, I got a little sad because it's like, man, that's still a lot of episodes. But they just fly by so fast. Freaking Netflix lost the rights, obviously, because now it's on the CBS Access app. Um, and But thankfully, Hulu is still streaming strong. So while I got to deal with a, little, a couple commercials here and there, it's still very good as I drop my phone. And... I cannot recommend it enough. So if you're looking for a show to watch, um, watch Frasier, man. Like I said, it's on Hulu. Um, it's on CBS Access. And I've, I think it can be enjoyed by anyone. It, it really is just a great-ass show. And I just want to take a minute to kind of sing its praises uh, for the opening of this of this episode. So that's your rec- first recommendation of the day is Frasier. Approved world's greatest podcast. Hyphen Nation. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. Morgantown Weather Report. Let's see. It is kind of cold. Okay. 39 degrees. After a couple very spring-like days, along with some rain, we're back down to what would be considered a normal temperature for March. Um, so it's coming in like a lamb, which means, shout out the lamb, which means there's always that chance that, uh, you know, things could go badly towards the end of March. That old wives tale, and I've seen it. So you just never know, man. I know that's what y'all are here for. So if that's all you wanted to hear on the podcast, you can uh, go ahead and, um, yeah, turn it off. But I know you're not going to. So this episode, I wanted to talk about some of my travels. And the, this travel was all in Morgantown. But this episode is called My Dinners, with a little parentheses, S parentheses, because I'm fancy like that, with Eric, which is a play on My Dinner with Andre, which I've never watched, but I have watched the community episode, which was like a spoof of My Dinner with Andre, except it was My Dinner with Abed. And if you haven't seen Community, go watch Community. It's incredible. I'm on the final season. I haven't watched it in a while because I've been watching a lot of Frasier, but it's perfect. Dan Harmon was a showrunner for most of it. Joel McHale, Donald McGlover, uh, Gillian Anderson, uh, whoops, Gillian Jacobs, uh, Allison Bree, Ken Jong. Is that how you say his name? Ken Young. <sighs> Sorry. Um, who else? Chevy Chase is on the show. And then, just so I don't mess up his name. Let's uh, go ahead and get the Googler ready. Just so I don't mess up his actual name. Oh, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi. It's probably Danny Pudi. Uh, plays Abed. Uh, but yeah, that's my only familiarity with my dinner with Andre. 
and they did a spoof. It's an excellent episode. Uh, everybody else was ready for Pulp Fiction Halloween uh, theme, and then Abed pulls this thing where he makes Joel come to dinner with him. Or, uh, oh, what was Joel's character's name on the show? Damn. Oh, man. Joel McHale Community. He went by the name Jeff Winger. Duh. Oh, my God. Eric's probably laughing at me right now. I sat down and watched it a while. I've been watching Frasier. So, there's actually three separate dinners that I've had with Eric. Well, two dinners, three nights out with Eric. So, let me just catch you up to speed on the homie. And yes, this is Eric Jordan, uh, Monsalong E, as he'll be referred to going forward. And um, formerly of Browns in Our Blood and formerly of Monster and a Man podcast, in case you checked out any of those. Which you should. Monster and a Man is no longer happening, but it is still available on uh, on any streaming, streaming, uh, streaming podcast service that you'd like to check out. And then Browns and Our Blood, he was on all the first three seasons of that. Well, except for like the very last couple of season three, because we mentioned he had, uh, he was, he was out. Who was messaging me? Elliot Metcalf added to the story, I bet. Shout out to the sarcastic one. Um, yeah, he, he was out and we, we said he was on the IR, the IR. He had, uh, some surgery, uh, some stomach surgery that he had in December and it put him out the whole month. And so in January, I finally caught back up with him and I was like, yo, let's, let's, let's go out and get some food and, you know, kick it and da, 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 da. So he's like, all right, cool. Where you want to go? So I hadn't been to this restaurant that's on high street, which is like Morgantown central. And this restaurant opened a few years ago under a new name. And if you know anything about, um, anything about restaurants in Morgantown, they come and go very quickly. So this place opened up, man, I want to say about five years ago now, um, as another restaurant, it closed. It was changed into the Boston Beanery that I mentioned on the Derrick Rose episode because the Beanery was downtown next to Sports Page, which is like a block down uh, for years and years and years. They came out of there and went to um, to this location, and it's on the corner of Fayette Street and High Street. And it didn't work out, and now there's like only one Boston Beanery in town, which is crazy because at one point we were up to like four, I think. And now they're all shut down except for the one that's on Patterson Drive. And so they closed. And now the restaurant is called Almost Heaven Bar and Grill. So I was like, I haven't been there. So uh, let's go uh, check it out if that sounds good to you. And he was like, yeah, that sounds good. So. Hey, hey, yeah, you. You like comic books, anime and stuff? Sure you do. Who the hell doesn't? And that's why you should listen to a podcast called Fresh. It's like audio cliff notes of ancient texts painstakingly translated by us for you. So do yourself a favor. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Trust me, we're everywhere. So don't forget, it's a podcast called Fresh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and anywhere podcasts are casted. What kind of forever? 
met up and started discussing some things. And uh, I find out, and this isn't the first time for him, but uh, I find out that he is now vegetarian at least. Well, what is it when you just eat fish? Is that pescatarian? Is that correct? I'm not going to check it because I'm looking at their menu right now. And so he, he was looking for something that he could have um, that uh, wouldn't, well, not that it would hurt him or anything, but I mean, he doesn't do it for health. He does it for health reasons, but also he's just trying to be healthier, um, so to speak. So he ended up getting the vegetarian chili and he said it was delicious. We, did we get the fried pickles at night or do we get fried pickles at the other place? I don't think we got fried pickles. I think we went for... Um, just went for some chips and salsa. And then me, I went with a burger. Or didn't I? I think I went with the burger, the burger, the burger. I think I had a burger. Yeah, I'm fairly certain I had a burger. And we just talked about things and talked about browns in our blood because this is before my birthday. This episode is brought to you by Brisk Juice Drink. Fruit Punch Flavor. Shout out to them. Where's my check? And we just had a good discussion about um about how he didn't want to do Browns anymore. He wanted to focus on his music. And he's telling me about this book he's been writing. He's actually writing a memoir. Part one of a memoir now. I found out over the past weekend. And he's been working on that. And then he wants to do an audio book of the book once the book's ready. And he also wants to do video content for the book. Uh, he calls it a documentary. So there's a whole documentary that's supposed to go on with this book. But his main goal, once he gets that out of his system, and he's close, because like I said, I just saw him this past weekend, he wants to go ahead and um, get back into making music. Uh, he has been a music producer for many years, has many stories. There's other podcasts out there where he talks about some of these stories. Um, I want to get him back on so we can talk about some of these stories. He has stories where he's met Biggie and, and other um, musicians of notes. Uh, yeah, he's been in the game that long that he was there, that he met Biggie when obviously Biggie was still alive. Um, and then, of course, he moved back to Morgantown 1999, got up with his brother Lionel, and along with him and DJ Bearcat and Paycheck Game, they became the 304 Recons, which was like a landmark moment in West Virginia hip-hop history. Because as far as I know, there was no other prominent hip-hop artist from Morgan from uh, West Virginia until the recons came in the scene and then the recons came in the scene and then all these other acts started coming out of the woodwork where they were coming out of their respective areas like Charleston and Huntington had big scenes well Charleston had a big scene I'd say Huntington had a I'm not trying to shit on Huntington shout out to you doc but uh just uh scenes where um they're a little smaller but Started bringing them all together. Released a couple albums as the Recons. And then Paycheck uh, moved to Nevada. And so they had added a member before that. His name was Big Chief. And so after that, it became just focusing on 66240 on Lionel. And then they did... Uh, Lionel has released, what, four solo albums? Let's see. Big Boy Tactics, Mr. Dub V, Hard Work and Dedication, uh... There's a Jordan Clan album, which is mostly him, so I kind of count that one. Um, countless mixtapes, so it's all there. We're working on getting everything available online. A lot of it already is online. 
uh, the stuff we can put on streaming is available in streaming. So if you'd like to check that out, please do. 662-40-304 Recon. But then he's like, all right, well, what do you want to do now after we eat dinner? So dinner at almost heaven was good. Uh, it was a little pricey. I wouldn't go there on the regular. But neither one of us were dissatisfied with our food. We were both very, very happy with what we got. He's like, oh, what do you want to do now? I'm like, oh, no, well, uh, Starport um, is uh, open if you want to go check that out. And he's like, I've never been to Starport. I was like, oh, well, let's go over there. So Starport is a barcade, a bar and arcade. And it's open underneath Bent Willie's, um, and, and which isn't even called Bent Willie's anymore. It's called Code. But Bent Willie's is like the biggest 21 and up uh, club in Morgantown from the time I moved here in 2003 until I'd, I'd say, what, 2015, 2013 or so? Like the bi- the biggest 21 and up club. Um, that you could go to. So it was like the, the main spot. And they used to do things like Blackout Tuesday, where you get in for $5 and then drink from like seven to nine uh, for free, all rail drinks, but all strong drinks. And that's why we called it Blackout Tuesday. <laughs> and, you know, from Blackout Tuesday, uh, what there was a Saturday nights is pretty big because after Elements closed eventually after all the bad things went down with that because Elements was the most popular 18 and up club in Morgantown for a couple years and then it changed names and then there was a big drug raid and it got shut down and now it is a uh, Fat Daddy's which is uh it's still a, a club but it's more bar focused more sports focused uh, they have a couple things in there to do. Like, I think they got some a couple table games and things like that. Not gambling, but uh, just things for you to do in there. I've been in there a few times. It's, it'll never be the same as the original elements. And Mar- Marcus will know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, Starport's been open for, like, three or four years now. They opened in the, the bottom bar of Bent Willie. So Bent Willie used to have, like, uh, three different parts. There's the Martini Bar. There was where they used to do Working Women's Wednesdays a long time ago. There was the... Uh, bottom bar, which is supposed to be like, which is away from the club. The club was the music in the club was all upstairs mostly, um, but uh, that was like supposed to be the more relaxed area. Bent Willie's and upstairs they had the deck when it was open, and they still had the deck at code, and then they had the main dance floor, and then they had like the '80s room, and they've gone undergone some changes. Starport opened up. Starport is very good, so uh, we went and checked that out. We played a couple games of uh, the Jurassic Park. Uh, shooter game like you know with the big guns and it's like first person you're shooting at the dinosaurs and stuff we played a couple games of that um messed around a little pac-man had a couple more beers uh and the the bad the only bad thing about starport is is uh i mean it's a, it's arcade so not only are you spending money on uh drinks you're also spending money on tokens and play things it wasn't too busy so we got to try out most couple things we played uh, the Mario Kart arcade game, which is nothing like regular Mario Kart. We played, I think we tried the motorcycle game, but I don't, I don't think we got off the ground with that one. I think we did a little Cruising World, one of those games, Cruising USAs. Um, so, so that was very fun. And uh, that, that was kind of it. He was like, oh, I'm going to go to Benny Valino's and get, this, get a slice. So Benny Valino's is actually um, towards the end of, uh, uh, towards the top of High Street. Um, it's been a different couple. It's been a couple of different places. It was a pasta place. That's where my friend Cortez, DJ Strizzy, and uh, his girlfriend Stephanie, 
um, had their baby shower. Um, shoot, how old is Kendrick now? That was like six years ago now. Um, so I remember going there for that. And I think we ordered food from there a few times. It was fine, but it didn't work out. Like I said, most restaurants, things don't stay the same in Morgantown very much for business. I'll tell you that. Went to Benny Valino's. Um, he got a slice. The pizza at Benny Valino's is freaking huge, man. It, it's super huge. <laughs> um, I like to go back through there before they close and uh, try some more, try some pizza for myself. But we went to Benny Valino's. And then uh, we went back to the car and I took him home. And th that was the first night with Eric. That was the real quick night with Eric. So, well, that, that wasn't a real quick night. It was like a whole evening. Evening into the night. Took him home. We linked up um, later in January because he had thought um, there was a show at 123 that he was... Um, that he that he wanted, wanted to check out. Because the idea was this band... They take old wrestling clips and they uh they they have a drummer and they have a a bassist, I wanna say. Um and I'm gonna try to find their name. Cause they, they took their name from uh the from uh it's kind of like a play on um what is it? It's a play on a, a wrestling show, is what it is. Uh, let me, I wanted the calendar. Let's see. Let me bounce over to the calendar at one, two, three. I don't want to get tickets. No, no, no. I'm trying to get back to, okay, let's go to the calendar. All right. So let's see. It was January 31st. It was Friday night's main event is the name of the band. Um, no, that's a lie. The name of the show was Friday Night's Main Event, and it featured Fletcher's Grove, who's a local band from Morgantown. Very good, been doing their thing for many years. Um, it was there, it was like the kickoff of their winter tour, I believe. And so we got to check out, uh, he wanted to check out Fletcher's Grove, and we were there for Wednesday Night Titans. That's the name of the band. And so the band literally takes clips of, um, wrestling clips like they take old school stuff so they had hulk hogan they had my man dusty Rhodes, rick flair jake the snake they take their promos and it's kind of like how um uh the 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 guys who were doing the viral videos a few years ago um were just taking like the news clips like come in our window go snatch our people up you know and <laughs> uh they take the clips and then they put music to it along with the their clips and a couple of them joints was really good. We like I said, we we went like uh, the whole plan was we were going to go the first night we got together. He found out it was a different night. It was the thirty first. We got back the other night of the thirty first to go check out this band. The band was super dope. Great concept. Um, they did about six songs, but each song is probably about four or five minutes long. And they just dudes in um luchador mask up just up there killing it and they're talking like heels and calling us trash and everything it was it was kind of amazing uh wednesday 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 night titans is the name of the band so if you want to check them out just google them i think they have a facebook page um and they tour all over um i don't want to say this the u.s but they do uh they they do well for themselves it's a very cool experience so that night um he's like where you want to go eat so I was like, oh, we're going to eat. Like, I know sports page would have been packed because the students that came back by then. Because there's two things about Morgantown. Uh, well, yeah, the two things about Morgantown. There's Morgantown when the students are here. 
And there's Morgantown when the students are not here. And during the winter months, now there's a fall break, so they're not here for that. They're not here for uh, winter break because of Christmas and everything. They come back now in like late January, do a few more weeks. They're getting ready to go leave again for spring break, and then they're gone. And then there's summer Morgantown, spring, summer Morgantown, which is completely different. It's like a regular-ass city. There's still students going to um, summer school and things like that. But it's, it's just completely different. And so I was like, man, you know what? Let, let's go to Gibby's. And he's like, oh, I haven't been to Gibby's in a minute. I'm like, yeah, let's go to Gibby's. So Gibby's is a restaurant that actually has survived for years and years and years in Morgantown. It's dead center high street. And when I first discovered Gibby's, uh, I, what the, like, uh, Gibby's was like, they were 21 and up. And so it, they, they're more of the bar type kind of thing. So I didn't really, it wasn't interested in it. Like when I was real young, of course, cause I couldn't get in. And when I started getting in, it was, Gibby's was always like the, one of the places you would stop, um, during the night. So if you, um, were getting ready to go out to the club or, wait or wanted to go to a place later but you wanted to go somewhere and hang out before you would go to Gibby's and Gibby's is like an Irish pub is the whole idea of it and their website is not working um they've been open for many years and they always did they had a food menu and just your normal beers on tap and everything Gibby's always used to stay packed it was pretty pretty consistent and so with that being said uh, went in there and they weren't that busy. I was in there for last time I saw Matt. I was there, I think it was was that homecoming, Matt, when uh, we were in there and it was homecoming weekend and I saw my man Mo Diggity who used to do radio U ninety two, um, and uh, we, we were in there for like two seconds. It was too packed to move and we went in there to grab some food and it just wasn't going to happen. And the funny thing I noticed when I was in there is like man, Gibby's doesn't have anything on tap. <laughs> like all their taps are covered or whatever they do when they cut when you're they're out they just have all these taps covered and they only have a couple things on tap I'm like man their beer selections really went downhill that's interesting um i used to get this sandwich from gibby's called the high street stacker and i i kind of avoided for many years because my move uh going to gibby's whenever i went to one of these little pubs or anything i was like give me a burger and the fries and they did burger and fries pretty good when i was younger but then when i tried the high street stacker that bad boy was delicious it's a club sandwich and it was just so good. They had this special sauce they put on there. Um, it wasn't special, but they had this sauce they put on there. I can't remember what it was. I haven't had it in like 10 years. Um, and it was, just, it was so good. So I would go in there and get a high street stacker sometimes. Sometimes I'd go in there and day drink in my shoe department days. And they took the high street stacker off the menu years ago. I was really disappointed when I called them one night. I was like, yeah, let me get a high street stacker. Like, Oh, we don't make that anymore. I'm like, Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, that, that wasn't very nice. So went in Gibby's cause I, I always liked their food menu. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll go to Gibby's man. We'll, we'll see what's what. And so immediately I was like, Oh man, let me, let me get the fried pickles. Damn. They don't even have popular times on Google. Hold on. Let me bounce over to my man Grubhub. Or Grubhub could be a girl. Let's see, Gibby's. So yeah, for the oh damn, they only have like four things on. What in the world? Where's the full Gibby's? Oh, I guess I should just stay there. They had 
deep fried pickles. I saw him. I was like, yo, let's get some deep fried pickles. And he didn't say nothing. So I was like, all right, guess we ain't getting deep fried pickles. So I ordered um, chips and salsa. That's always a good choice. He's like, go ahead and get the pickles. I'm going to go and get the pickles. I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) So he got the pickles. Um, And then I ordered... What did I get? I didn't I didn't go with any wings or anything. I didn't go with a wrap. I think what I, I went with a burger. And the burger was fine, you know? It, it wasn't anything to write home about. The burger was fine. He got something. I think he may have went salad or something. But overall, I gotta say, we were both disappointed with the food at Gibby's. It just did not quite hit the spot. Uh, so, for anybody listening to this, for travel advice about what you should get when you uh, come to Morgantown. I got to tell you, man, unless you just plan on drinking or having just a couple appetizers or something like that, I can't recommend Gibby's food anymore. But that wasn't the highlight of the night. The night, actually, it's okay that it started that low (laughs) for us. The food was fine, but the night was still young, as Nicki Minaj would say, as I did like two episodes ago. Saying about the night is still young. Yeah, I knew you were waiting on that. So there, there was a lot more in store for us than uh, than I expected. So E had the idea. He was like, "Well, Sean's over at Joe Mama's. Let's go see Sean. Sean, better known as Sean Nice, arguably, and I'm sorry, Cortez. Well, Cortez would agree with me." Uh, my boy DJ Strizzy. Sean Nice is the greatest DJ in Morgantown history. Bar none. Probably the only one closest to them is DJ Bearcat. Shout out to you, Bearcat. And he, had, like, when I first met Sean, he was at Elements, like I mentioned earlier. He did Elements, and then when Elements became that other club, that name I'm not is not coming to me, uh, he was still there. Moved to Bent for years. And then now he had moved to what used to be known as the Lazy Lizard. And of course, rebranding and everything like that, the Lazy Lizard becomes Joe Mama's. That's the new name. Uh, So it's been Joe Mama's for like, what, six, seven, eight years now. And so Sean normally DJs Friday night. So he hits up Sean and Sean's like, yeah, I'm over here. Uh, I'm just getting ready to, uh, I mean, he's spinning, but there's also a, a band and it's not, um, it wasn't a, there's this band, it's called a Tokyo something. Um, and there, there's two of them. There's like Tokyo, hold on, hold on. Let's see, Tokyo uh, AM. I can't spell Tokyo, yo. Toki, Toki, yo. Why can't I spell Tokyo? Tokyo. It's just like they say it. Tokyo. You know what? Let's let's just do this. Since that didn't produce anything, let's go to Joe Mama's, Morgantown. They're closed, obviously, because um, it's daytime. And they got a uh, they got Twitter. Well, let's see, let's see what the the Twitter says. Let's see if they even use it, because a lot of places got on Twitter uh, a few years ago, and then oh, 
I thought I heard somebody screaming. Uh, let's see. Yeah, a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Bracket stuff. Nobody cares about bracket. Liquid A. That's a bar to, a bar that plays there. A band that plays there. 3 a.m. Tokyo. Yeah. There's 3 a.m. Tokyo. And I'm pretty sure this, it, it was them. Um, Because there's another cover band that's called Tokyo something. But it was this is 3 a.m. Tokyo. And they do cover songs. And Sean was DJing that night, and Sean's like, I'm just in the back, I'm all set up, you know, no, uh, there's a couple people in here, but uh, I got some music running, no, no big deal. So we go in and see Sean. And Sean, on top of being the best DJ in Morgantown, he's also a producer, and he makes music of his own. He actually put out an album not too long ago, probably about within the last three or four years, and I know I'm not going to be able to find the name of that band. Um... Let me let me look up Sean Nice. Okay, there there's that. Let's do a profile search. I'm gonna just do music and see if anything comes up under there. Ah, look at that! Shout out to my man E. Uh, yeah, he he put out this uh, album. Uh, it it was an R&B album, uh, and the duo was called On the Prowl. So he works with another gentleman, and. Yeah, uh, they put out a CD a couple years ago called Legacy. I don't know if it's available online anywhere. I feel like it was just a local release. I actually have not heard it. I know it's banging because Sean's got some, Sean's got some joints, man. Let me let me tell you about that. Um, and you know what? This is this is all about just using the tools that are available to you. Yeah, it, it's funny because and there, uh, there's a little views from the long music. box because Spotify knows I'm in the car. Um, let's do this. So let's see, six, six, not ugh, not Takashi, six, six, two. There you are, six, six, two, forty. I know that this album's on here, Mr. Dub V. Let me just play you a little Sean Nice's production work. Yeah, that beat's nasty, but that's not even the song he's best known for. The most popular song, Sean, most pop popular song that uh, Sean Nice ever produced is called the Dub V Clap. Technically, it's W V Clap. I'll tell you a funny story. Sean, I saw him a few years ago, and he was telling me how this is not the way the beach is supposed to sound. I'm just a regular old Dub V cat, and you are now listening to Dub V rap. Gold blue jays with a Dub V hat. No matter where you at, do that Dub V clap. Come do on. that Dub V clap, do that Dub V clap. Yep. If you from West Virginia, do that Dub V clap. Do uh-huh. that Dub V clap, do that Dub V clap. Yep. Come in the West Virginia, do that Dub V clap. Uh, I'm just. Yeah, that beats nuts. But he's like, yeah, that's not even right. He never let me uh, give him the, come in and do the master on it. So this is like the two track. 
And yeah, Sean's dope, man. So we go back with Sean. And and yes, that's probably like one of the most popular West Virginia songs ever. Uh, there's the Golden Blue, which is about the debut men's football team, also by 66240. There's Country Boy. Uh, my, my friend Huey Mack has some joints. It's raining. That uh, that he he has a song. There was a Country Roads remix done by another two friends of mine, uh, Dy and Profit Money, a few years ago. Um, I don't think it's available anywhere where I can get to it immediately. But yeah, man, <laughs> Sean's amazing. So we go back with Sean. We sit down and towards the back, and there's like uh, the DJ booth, like kind of ele- is up elevated, like behind the stage. And the stage, of course, is for um, 3 a.m. Tokyo that night. And we just start talking and stuff. And I, I'll tell you the truth, man. I, I was I was tired. I was I had had a few drinks, and you know I, I was just kind of sitting back, chilling, listening to Ian and Sean talk because it, it you could tell it's the first time that they had gotten to really kick it for a little bit. So they're talking about life and everything, and they start talking about hip hop evolution. Um, I feel like I've recommended this at this point. It's a Netflix series, um, done quite well. Um, there's four seasons. The fourth season just came out, and they start talking about that, and they start talking about the early days of hip hop, like, and because E used to be a, a dancer, E used to rap in a, uh, as a rapper named Tom Bomb. He has a Tom Bomb tattoo on his arm. Um, Sean, of course, was DJing, and they were just talking about all these great ass stories about when they were coming up, and the world of hip hop was just growing every second, and. They're, they were talking about all these acts that they had on there and how good hip-hop evolution was and all that. So that's what put me onto that. And so I was like, oh, this is incredible. Uh, just listening to them talk. And then Sean said, oh, have you heard this new Jada Kiss song? And he's like, no, I haven't heard it. And so Sean pulls this joint up. Mind you, it's loud as hell in here. And shout out to Jada Kiss. I think he just dropped a new album. Ignit, Ignitus. What, what the hell is Ignitus, Jada? Well, the song's on here, but just listen to this joint. If you ain't heard this. even better i swear it does and so sean played us that joint and the whole thing man like it could have been a podcast like if i had my recorder on me i would just sit the shit down because just listening to them talk was amazing two ogs 
chopping it up. Two good friends, just sitting there having a good time, man. I I I don't even I don't even think we were drinking. I think we were just hanging out, man, and and just shooting the breeze, man. And well, really, they were. I was just listening, and just getting to watch that interaction between them. It, it was a lot of fun. Sean's always somebody that I could sit and talk to for hours. Um, me and him had a conversation at this very mall I'm outside of right now. And I was telling him about how I was listening to the camp, Childish Gambino's first album. And I was like, man, that, that shit just sounds so well, uh, engineered and mixed and mastered. And that's when we got into the whole conversation about mixing and master. And I was like, yeah, like I've, I've really been trying to focus on that. Cause that was around the era I was recording, uh, soon you understand. And the minds mixtape volume four, so I was really focused on how it sounded. I had a bunch of two tracks, so my beats weren't as immaculate as they could sound, but I was really focused on trying to get the best sound out of the music and out of the vocals. Uh, so we, we really went in on talking about that and everything, man. So I, I just love Sean Nice. So that was great, but eventually the show was... The Wednesday Night Titans were going on at midnight Was uh, when they were supposed to be on. I think it was at midnight, 11-something... Uh, you know, Fletcher's Grove uh, went on at a certain time. So uh, we, we left Sean because uh, the band was getting ready to start playing and it was going to get too loud and people were filtering into the bar, the club and everything. So we, we headed out and then he's like, yo, have you been to Culture on High Street? And I'm like, no, what's Culture on High Street? Now, for those who don't know and just like who was just like me. I mean, y'all ain't going to know what it is. Let, let's be real. <laughs> Unless you've been in Morgantown, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. Uh, of course. Of course. Uh, let's hit the Facebook. So, there was a radio station. Um, it still exists. It's called WG... Or, no, damn. WCLG. And they are a rock station. Um... Or is it Culture on High? What is it? Can you just give me the name? Facebook? Oh, I'm still on Sean's page. That makes sense. Let's get off of Sean's page. And Culture on High now. There it is. So it's a music production studio. WCLG was in this, this these radio studios that were on High Street. And they're a rock station. They're still a rock station. They're 100.1 on the FM dial here in Morgantown. And you can find them online and stuff like that. They play rock, you know. Uh, perfectly fine. They used to have these two radio hosts um, called, uh, there's there was Katie the Rock Goddess and Christina. Katie and Christina. And they did... Uh, this this show weekly or it wasn't nightly but they did a show called the gentleman's club and on the show they would play music but then it was also a lot of sex talk and this is like early 2000s and i don't mean like raunchy sex talk i mean it, it was borderline let's see it was appropriate for radio but they would get on there and talk about all, all kind of, like they were early on the sex the sex empowerment movement i can tell you that and I love Katie. I think she's in Wisconsin now. Christina has gotten married. I don't know where she's at now, but she has a, a kid or two now and seems very happy. Christina used to be in a band. Katie does spoken word uh, along with singing. I don't know how much she does it now because she's still working for a rock station in Wisconsin. And, uh, oh, that's another person I should get on the pod. 
Uh, I gotta get, I should, I should reach out to Katie, man. We would have a good conversation because me and Katie there for a while, um, we were just kicking it on some cool shit, uh, cause she was around for a lot of the early, uh, three or four recons, West Virginia hip hop stuff that was happening in Morgantown. And they used to do this show called the, the homegrown show. And it would folk feature a lot of local music, including rap music. And there's actually an interview with me and Johnny Harmonic I have on a gentleman's club. This is like circa 2007, 2008. Um, I, I'm going to have to throw that on here, maybe. Um, where we were just kicking everything. But uh, back to CLG. This was their studio. This is their uh, studios for years and years and years. I didn't realize they moved. And I don't know where they're at now. Let, let's see if I can get an address, WCLG address, because they, they used to just be on High Street, but now, let's see, contact, what well, still says, well, that's their, what. let's see what their website says, contact us, okay, there's, there's nothing there, that, that wasn't helpful at all, um, yeah, but I, I'm not sure their studio is based out of now, but Here's the thing. They've gone undergone some changes in recent years. There's friends of mine that I've, I've known who who stopped working there for various reasons, and then they, uh, you know, uh, you know, radio radio's in a weird space too. But and there was this really popular, uh, not pop, uh, not well. There was a decent, uh, a, a fairly popular radio show that was on there in the mornings that got canceled and then for years they ran like this syndicated uh morning show that everybody loved and then they decided to take it off and try their own thing but i guess they're not in the studios anymore is the point i'm getting to unless they're somewhere else in the building so he's like let me call up hash hash apparently he's a producer has rented out the studios up there and it's now called Culture and High Street. There is a whole ad, I mean, there's already recording studios up there for radio. But now it's like they got podcast stuff up there, like stuff set up for podcasts. They got recording stuff. And so he's like, oh, he ain't answering. So let's head to one, two, three. He hits him up. He's like, yo, I'm upstairs. Uh, let me come down and let y'all in. So I met Hash for the first time. He's like, I'm up here with Spike Yeezy. Spike Yeezy, I've known for years, since like 2008. He used to go by the name J. May. His name is Josh May. Shout out to him. And you can actually hear some of his music because why not? Let's, this is just a musical ass episode. He uh he just released a new song too. So let me go to my man Spike Yeezy. And he oh Spike oh, okay yes Spike Yeezy is social you spoke the social media. He's um Spike Yee um whenever it comes to actual music that he's put out. So this is his new single he just put out called Superfly. And I want to say I heard this that night. So let's see. It has produced it. Too many times I stay undecided. Taking a couple of days to figure out just where my mind is. I'm back up again, never late. If something is fishy, I got a fillet. Suckers can miss me, I'm not in their lane. Pray every day on my mind and they saint. Cause I miss those Pen and paper, no pistols Head is racing, no ventilation Feel I gotta get a better pen, I hate it Feel me cause I'm finna get ahead of Mason Get bread, get fed from a demonstration Get ready, get set, get your random brace And I'll try to close graduation Take a pack of papers right now Grab weed out, add a lady I need that freestyle, I can pay So let's talk investments, I'll draft the papers I'm a pacifist I'm a pacifist, I'm a catalyst Off the rip, I got bars, if you talking shit Ain't nobody want half of this 
damn they green with envy like that presidents. I can't defend anybody unless they ride for me. Yahweh said that I am the end, ain't nobody coming after me. Nah. If you want that shit, then come on, put them to the sky. Everybody rockin' with it, ain't no wonder why. We get it lit in me and my whole enterprise. So just admit that everything is super fly, super fly, super fly. So yeah. They, they were up there creating some music, got to kick it with them for a little bit, got a little tour of the studio. So there's a whole-ass recording studio on High Street that I had no idea about. So I'm trying to get cool hash. I'm like, yo, hash, let me slide up in yo. <laughs> let me come in your studio. Let me enter your studio and record some stuff for free. But we'll see. Um, not so much musically. It'd be more about podcast. But who knows, man? And we had a good, good ass time in there. We was in there for about half an hour. They played us a couple joints, and then uh, he's like, "Yo, it's getting, getting to be Tom, getting to be Tom." So I'm like, "All right, cool. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and make this move back, back to where we belong," as the LL Cool J Ja Rule song goes, which I listened to that yesterday. And let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I was listening to the Goat album uh, that came out in 2000. I think it was 2000, uh, and that was like LL's uh, new Millennium album before he, uh, like, uh, he didn't really switch it ever. He didn't really switch up his style, but I was really excited for that album because Bomb was on it, and then Imagine That was cool, and then L, L, Cool J, which is always my joint, and I kept hearing, reading in the source how this Back Where I Belong song was so hard and so dope. And I listened to it, and I was like, man, that's a little overwhelming. And then Ja comes in, he's like, I bet it feels so good to be back where I belong. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, we head down the street. We're going to Pleasant Street. We catch the end of Fletcher's Grove. Super dope. And I do want to say, before I, I play you a little of this uh, Wednesday Night Titan stuff, that seeing E now, I've known E 15 years. Almost 15 years. It'll be 15 years this August, I think. And just seeing my man interact, man. I- I've always been cool with him and stuff. But seeing the respect he gets now, it's different. Because not this. these aren't his peers, so to speak. They're his peers musically. They all make music together. Like these other bands, these local artists, these the people who work at 123 Pleasant Street, the people have known him for years and dealt with him years and have good working relationships with E. Like there's the younger guys coming up to him and showing him love. Like all these people that, I mean, I, I wouldn't know him from Adam, but he's been staying involved in the music scene. You know, and I've obviously not in the local music scene right now. And just seeing them come up and show him so much love and respect and him taking a moment to talk to all of them and and he gives a fuck. And that's just something that you don't see as much, you know? And I'm going to go ahead and compare it to something else later. Well, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, I, I went to his, uh, he had a show February. Uh, it was a benefit for the arts camp that he does. They're going to be doing it at West Virginia State this year, knock on wood. And it's his dad's arts camp. His his father's Norman Jordan, a well-known poet. Uh, he has books galore. Uh, there's the, the Black Star album. He's actually featured on the album, reading some of his poetry. Um, I think he was reading it. But Norman Jordan, look him up. It's called the Norman Jordan African-American Arts Camp. 
and he's been doing it for years. They didn't do it last year for money reasons. They've relocated West Virginia State, and as long as everything holds up, it's going to continue this year. And he was able to raise $1,800 at this event, and and 6-6 was there. Jumbo was there. And I like watching 6 interact with people because 6 is probably, Jumbo, is probably the biggest star that I know personally, you know? And so, you know, he's he's been rapping for years. He was in recons. He's had his own solo career. He had the Golden Blue, which I mentioned, Dub V Clap, which I mentioned. Um, he has three solo albums, three recons albums, countless mixtapes out there. I highly encourage you to check him out. He's freaking amazing. I've always looked up to him because I feel like I've always worked really hard at rapping and Six just never had that problem. He it just came so easy to him. Jumbo. <laughs> I, I keep calling him Jumbo because that's his name now. He's Jumbo Green. He's not six six two forty anymore. He's Jumbo Green. He's not going to not acknowledge you if you call him six. Six, excuse me. But you know it is what it is. And seeing people come up to him and like oh blah blah blah, like either as fans or just some people, other artists and stuff. Six is, he has a way of talking to people that make them feel 100% comfortable, you know? It does not matter. He's great with people. And seeing the way that he interacts, I can see that he gets it from either A, his father, or B, his brother, uh, Eric. Because every interaction he has with someone is meaningful. He's very well-spoken. He says what he wants to say. And it just comes off very genuine. And E is the same way, except E, let's let's face it, Jumbo got an ego. (laughs) He's a great-ass rapper. He has no problem with swag. Neither does E, but E is more down-to-earth, if that makes sense. So in that light, um, you know, in that light, then it, it makes, it just, it just makes it, Really cool to watch them interact with people. So we get to one, two, three. Um, I think E had us drinking gin and tonics and stuff. It's a Friday night after I worked everything and uh, I was uh, dehydrated. And my back was cramping everything. But let me play you a little some of the Wednesday Night Titans. I, I got to do it because these guys were dope. Oh, boo, YouTube. I'm not going to save that. So here we go. Is this the one I pulled up? Yeah. So they take old wrestling clips and then they play over them. Um, Terry Funk had a challenge and some comments. We accommodated him. And if you would, I'd like you to stand here and listen to to this wild man, Terry Funk. First of all, I'd like to say that Jerry Lawler is a son of a jackass. He's a lover of chickens. He has a one-track mind, the same way a hog does at supper time or slop time. He's got a one-track mind, just as that hog does, but he's not concerned about slop. I want to tell you, Lance, what he's concerned about. I love wrestling. The man is concerned about money, money alone. And within this area right here, he has got the fans on his side and besides having the fans on his side he has got the police 
on his side. And besides the police being on his side, he's got the officials on his side. And I would like to say this, he's got you on his side. This is a completely one-sided thing where Jerry Lawler is involved. Now, I am telling you people that he has got one thing on his mind, and that's money. And I'm going to prove to you, Lance... I have got a date, I have got a time, and I've got a place. This is a personal invitation sealed to ask him to meet me by himself with nobody else involved. At an area that I know, he knows, and you will know. And I want you to bring the camera down there, but I don't want a referee. I don't want a referee, I don't want the police, I don't want the fans, I don't want money for this, but I want is Jerry Lawler, and I want to get him down and hold him down, and I want to make him say, Jerry Bump, you are the better man, Jerry Bump, please let me up and let me go, and I want to get him down and hold him down. That shit's fire, right? And that's just the Terry Funk one. What makes me want to get close to someone and snuggle? Fear. Salutations. I'm Melisette. And on A Frightful Fret with Melisette... I read classic horror stories combining audiobooks and audio drama into a podcast. Come away with me into the darkness and let me make your ears tingle with a sensation of terror. A Frightful Fret with Melisette. Available everywhere podcasts are and find us at ourfrightfulfret.net. Don't forget. other joints man like the rick flair one was so good the jake the snake one was so good the hulk hogan one was it was it was okay the dusty rose one is really is really the one the dusty rose one is the shit that's the one i want to find um i'm probably not gonna play it for you this episode though but check out wednesday night titans they got shit on youtube you can see what we were talking about but it was a great night uh, like I said, after the be- the mediocre food, just went up from there. Great conversation with Sean. Got to check out Culture High Street, meet Hash, see Spike Yee. Uh, and then we went to Catch Fletcher's Grove. And then also we got to see Wednesday Night Titans. Now, uh, the, the, other, the third night with Eric consisted of the, um, the fundraiser I mentioned. And lots of great local acts. Jumbo was on there. Lamar Reddick, who just won an award. Uh, He's a a Christian uh, artist, a Christian rapper. And my man literally won an award down in Florida last month. Like, no joke. Um, I saw Lamar for the first time, uh, it was probably within six or seven years, five or six years ago. And yeah, like he, let's see. 
at the 2020 Eddie Awards, which is an independent award platform that's televised on Impact TV. Um, he he was um, he, he won he won an award. But why did you say what the award was, bro? It says. I want a hip oh hip hop of the year in Jacksonville, Florida at 2020 Eddie Awards, which is an independent award platform that's televised on Impact TV, and that was on February 23rd. So Lamar performed. Lamar is freaking great. My man, Bastard Wolf performed. He now goes by Wolf, W V L F. If that spells Wolf to you, then there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to say it. Uh, the um, uh, sarcastic one played some beats, and we talked about maybe me getting one of his beats. Um, hopefully that happens sooner than later. But and then again, just watching E interact with all the artists and seeing the joy on his face, I could tell he'd much rather be doing music and doing this than Browns in our blood. So it all makes sense. So shout out to you, Eric Jordan. Thanks for three great nights. Here's the many more. I j- I just saw my man uh, a couple weekends ago. We we kicked it and and uh, we listened to some some beats on um beat stars because he's just looking for something to kind of inspire him to make some new music when he's getting ready to he's uh, almost finished his book um his his first part of his memoir and yeah um and also condolences to him because uh, he just lost his mother-in-law and shout out to you uh cj um y'all are in my thoughts and prayers and i do mean that i don't like to use that phrase because it got so memed out after uh donald but uh really uh all the best to you guys and those are my dinners with eric now hyphen nation is brought to you by hyphen podcast group morgantown West virginia based podcast collective bringing great podcasts to the people hyphen podcastgroup.com and as always with a little help from my semi-regular co-hosts market show mad love robinson and his great writing at his site mark rob that's the markrob.wordpress.com or the marcrob.wordpress.com. He writes prolific paragraphs of pontifications on all types of topics. Make sure you check them out. So, hyphenation can be found on any podcast platform. Any. If there's one that you can't find, let me know. But most importantly, you can find Hyphenation on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And if you go to Hyphen Pie or Apple Podcasts, Hyphen Podcast. If you go to Hyphen Podcast, <laughs> did it again, Apple Podcast. Here's the main thing I need y'all to do. Give me five stars. And if you really, really want to, leave a review, good or bad, and I will take the time to read it on the show. I don't care if it's good or bad. You'd be like, I hate this guy. One star. I love this guy. Five stars. I'm okay with this guy. Three stars. All that's fine. Whatever you want to do. Just that, that would help help us out so much. Um, if you want to get a hold of uh, me for any reason, you can do so through email. Be hyphen at gmail.com. You can also do so on Twitter at B-H-Y-B-H-E-N, at B-Hyphen, on um, 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 Instagram, the B-Hyphen, on um, Facebook, that thing, Hyphen Universe. If you want to go the whole opposite route, you can go through uh, Hyphen Podcast Group on Facebook, you can go Hyphen Pod Group on Twitter, Hyphen Podcast Group on Instagram, and Hyphen Podcast Group at gmail.com. All those are ways that you can reach out to your boy 
so we can talk about things no matter what. Words of wisdom for today. <sighs> I don't have any words of wisdom, man. Like I tried to record this earlier and it was messing up. And I was trying to say something about you need to sleep, blah, blah, blah. And I was all angry. And then I actually ended up taking a nap. So there's that. So I always tell my guests that the words of wisdom can be like a recommendation or it can be some advice that you may have, which I always go with that one. Or it could be uh, just whatever funny story comes to mind. Um, so I was listening to the Combat Jack show today while I was mowing. And Premium Pete told a story about uh, the shampoo bottle at one of his uh, ex-girlfriend's apartments. And it's a little graphic, but basically um, she was having her visitor and they couldn't do anything. And he went to the bathroom and took a shower to handle his business. And she busted into the bathroom and he panicked. Thankfully, the shower curtain was drawn. And so my man just finished in her shampoo bottle. And then, and then... She's like, let's take a shower together. And he's like, all right, cool. And then she's like, let's um, wash my hair. So he just went ahead and put uh, put the shampoo, air quotes, in his girl's hair. And then she turned around like, let me shampoo your hair. And so he had to let her. And he said his girl's hair never looked more voluptuous. So that that's what I got for today. That's not words of wisdom. That's a nasty-ass story. But I found it very entertaining. So there you go. Shout out to you, Premium Pete. Uh, give people their roses while they're still here. It's more important now than ever. All of y'all can see that, considering we're all trapped inside. So, well, not trapped inside, but because we're all smartly staying inside. Give people their roses while they're still here. Call your mom, call your brother, call your sister, call your dad. Write your uncle a letter. Visit, Not visit your aunt. Visit your aunt, but from a safe distance. Uh, preferably maybe y'all meet up at the park and keep a safe distance. That'll be perfectly fine. Um, you can, uh, DM your godfather. You can telegram, telegram your, um, your godmother. You can, uh, go, you can, uh, Zoom conference your cousins. You can totally do that. People are into that now. Everybody's Zooming. Uh, you can do that. And if you really want to get crazy, um, you can, uh, Hide your kids, hide your wife. No, I'm sorry. You can hug your kids and hug your wife and hug your husbands. And just make sure you know, let people know how much they mean to you while they're still here. Um, have genuine interactions with people. The power of positivity is real. I forgot to do that earlier, so I'm glad I had to re-record this again. Thanks, Raul. Um, let me do that again. The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, no matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do. You got to do you. So make it come true dude or boo whatever you want to say um yeah have genuine interactions with people have genuine interaction interactions from a safe distance now but still um try to uh have good interactions with people because you never know what the next woman or man is going through and you never know whose life you may save or someone else's life you may save because of your actions so always try to keep that in mind um Yeah, appreciate each and every one of y'all that listened to the show. It's been so awesome, so fun. Um, being being back, you know. Um, 
I'm going to explain everything, I promise. I just haven't got there yet. Now, when I do, I will explain. But trust me, I have plenty of time on my hands to sit here and talk to y'all right now. So I will get to my explanation of everything on top of the COVID-19 coronavirus, the novel coronavirus reasons. It's been a wild 2020, and I don't mean that in a good way, ladies and gentlemen. But we're all here. Some of us may be queer. I am not, but I support them. And so with all that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. I am Kellen Conley, and I say all that to say this. Thanks, y'all. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure.